Oak City Move is a podcast on 88.1 WKNC, highlighting people creating positive change in the triangle and beyond. Oak City Move can be heard on air every Monday from 5 to 7 p.m. on 88.1 WKNC or online at wknc.org listen. For episodes and more information, go to our blog at blog.wknc.org or follow us on SoundCloud at WKNC881. WKNC. That song you just heard was called Surrender Control by Claire and Got Some was before that by Tristan. My name's Sarah. My name is Janae. You're listening to the Oak City Move, a weekly program here on WKNC. So we had originally planned to have an interview um, that I had pre-recorded last week with Darius Simpson, a spoken word poet and activist that came and visited NC State. But it's been one of those days. Due to technical difficulties. Yeah. Potentially we'll play that. In the future. In the future. Um, but until then, the file is kind of in file limbo. Yeah. So um, in the same vein of kind of some of the things I talked about with Mr. Simpson, we, so a little bit of background, uh, Dear Simpson, he is an African-American spoken word poet, and he, a lot of his work has to do with racial um, issues in the United States and violence and things like that, um, especially given a lot of the things that have been going on in United States recently. Janae and I thought we'd have a little conversation about it, but before we do that, just a disclaimer, we will be talking about gun violence um, and issues such as that, so just to give everybody a heads up if that is an issue that will bother you, I guess, just like yeah, a, We will be talking warning, about gun so violence and also um, racial violence. So. Yeah, so if that is a topic that's a little bit too heavy for you, then we completely understand, but we just want to make everything transparent to you guys. So this past weekend was marked for our lives, um, and for those of you who don't know, it was started by a group of students from uh, Parkland, Florida, after their school, there was a school shooting at their school um, this past Valentine's Day. Um, 17 people were killed, um, and yeah, so just... Another 17 injured as well. Yeah, so it was, and since then too, like my, like a big thing for me is that since then there's been shootings. Like, in the time between Valentine's Day, so February 14th, and today's March 26th, there have been shootings since then. Like, I don't remember the specific names of but I was looking over coverage of the National March for Our Lives in D.C., and there was another school shooting, like, between now and then. And to me, that's just insane that something like that would, like, so, like, it's so frequent now. And, yes, it's like you don't even hear as much coverage about it anymore. And I think... Um... Like, because of the nature of the kids at this school, we're hearing about this longer than we're even used to. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, appalling that people are approaching it with the mindset of, like, but that was weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) Like, old news about something because we're so desensitized. No, definitely the kids. I I say kids, but, like, I'm the same age as, like, (laughs) most of them. But the part, and too, I feel like saying that they're quote-unquote kids, like, especially for us as college students, is that they're only a few years younger than us. So I feel like even, like, oh, like, wow, these kids are so amazing. Saying that is just, like, I feel like that can be kind of, not not degrading, but just, like, yeah. kind of... Young adult YA. Yeah, like, kind of, like, simplifies the work that they're doing. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're people. They may be younger than the average person you would associate with activism, but yeah. I don't know. Like, they're just really awesome people. And then in... In conjunction with that, 
we were talking about uh, Stefan Clark. So he was an African-American man who was shot 20 times by uh, police officers. And so they thought that he had a weapon or something, like, is what they're saying. He had an iPhone. Phone yeah, and he in was... In his grandmother's backyard. backyard. Exactly. So just all these conversations, I think, right now that we're having are so important. But it's just, like, looking at it, like, not even from a political standpoint, but just from the viewpoint of, okay, like, this person was a human being... Regardless, like, even if, like, because, like, the police are trying to say, like, oh, like, he was committing this this crime, like, blah, 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 whatever. I mean, shooting someone 20 times, that's, I, I am sorry, but, like, that's insane. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you don't need to shoot somebody that many times. Like, you don't, especially someone who doesn't have a weapon, who is in his family, like, on his family's property. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But, so, we have... A speech that was given. So there were a lot of speeches given at March for Our Lives in D.C., um, but specifically by young people. Um, so obviously some of the people I spoke were students from Parkland. There were people from different major cities across the U.S. that experienced gun violence. Um, but then so we have the youngest speaker, uh, I believe, that gave like a full speech there was 11-year-old Naomi Wadler. Um, and so we have the speech that she did, and we'll be playing it for you guys right quick. So... Give it a listen. This is Naomi Wadler at March for Our Lives on Saturday. Hi. <laughs> My name is Naomi, and I'm 11 years old. <laughs> Me and my friend Carter led a walk out at our elementary school on the 14th. We walked, out, we walked out for 18 minutes, adding a minute to honor Cortland Arrington, an African-American girl who was the victim of gun violence in her school in Alabama after the Parkland shooting. I am here today to represent Cortland Arrington. I am here today to represent Hadia Pendleton. I, I am here today to represent Tiana Thompson, who at just 16 was shot dead in her home here in Washington, D.C. I am here today to acknowledge and represent the African-American girls whose stories don't make the front page of every national newspaper. Whose stories don't lead on the evening news. I represent the African-American women who are victims of gun violence, who are simply statistics instead of vibrant, beautiful girls at full of potential. For far too long, these names, these black girls and women, have been just numbers. I'm here to say, never again for those girls, too. I am here to say that everyone should value those girls, too. My friends and I might still be 11, and we might still be in elementary school, but we know. We know life isn't equal for everyone, and we know what is right and wrong. We also know that we stand in the shadow of the Capitol, and we know that we have seven short years until we, too, have the right to vote. So I'm here today to honor the words of Toni Morrison. If, if, there's a, if there's a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, you must be the one to write it. 
everyone here and everyone who hears my voice to join me in telling the stories that aren't told. To honor the girls, the women of color who were murdered at disproportionate rates in this nation. I urge each of you to help me write the narrative for this world and understand so that these girls and women are never forgotten. Thank you. All right, again, so for those of you just tuning in, we just listened to a speech from Naomi Wadler, and she was one of the many speakers that was at March for Our Lives this past Saturday in D.C. Um, so I guess right now, right now there's a lot of momentum with this, and I feel like we saw this a lot too with the Women's March, like the original Women's March on D.C., but I just think it's really important that it's, because now it's like become with activism, just like it, it's very much... A, like one-time deal and then that's it like you show up to these like big high profile marches or even on the news like it's coverage of these big events but afterwards i think it's still really important for people to engage in day-to-day things that may not be like as attractive quote-unquote but are still extremely effective in getting people out and i think um like going back to the parkland kids or the students there Specifically, they're doing an excellent job of demanding the subject not be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if um, people aren't able to be out in their communities or don't know how to, it's definitely on everyone's mind. And they are so far doing a really good job of keeping that conversation going um, and keeping that conversation energized, as well as doing a really good job even within themselves of... Um, I know there was one student um, who was a white male who specifically in his interviews was like, I'm noticing I'm getting more screen times than black mm-hmm. kids and poor kids yeah, and Latino kids at my school and was asking reporters to redirect. Um, so yeah. even within the community that is being interviewed, they're doing a really good job of promoting voices of people who are more marginalized, which is another issue that some people have had in critique of the March for Our Lives is that they feel like it's overshadowing like racialized specific gun violence and that mm-hmm. people are coming out now, quote unquote. Um, but I think those students are doing a really good job of contextualizing what that means to them and saying we do care about both, but it's not a competition. Yeah, and I think that was definitely really evident. Like at the march itself, they had not only speakers from Parkland, but they also had speakers um, of like speakers that were reflective of specifically like racial gun violence. So there he had one um, African-American teenager from Chicago and was talking about how his older brother um, was killed due to gun violence in Chicago. Um, and just like various speakers like that didn't specifically focus just on Parkland. They are trying to like have this bigger narrative about like it's not just an isolated incident. All of this stuff is interconnected and all of it needs to, like there's no need for any of this like, like it's happening time and time and time again like it's not something that we're doing anything about even with all the years passing by so yeah um and i on the triangle is doing a more in-depth news coverage of the uh all the stuff that's been going on with march for our lives and stuff like that so that will be tomorrow if you're wanting to listen in but uh we can take a quick music break and after the break we'll go over some events and uh, have a little bit more uh, of this discussion. 
So this next song is called Glass House by Screaming Females. You're listening to 88.1 WKNC. WKNC. Um, The song you just heard was um, Get Away by a Giant Dog. And before we go off air today, I am going to read a couple of events that are in the area that are related to activism or art as usual. First, um, tonight from 7 to 10 p.m. at Lucky Tree, there's going to be a free the mic event, which is for spoken word, um, songs, instrumental performances, um, just artists within the community. There is also an event on April 4th for Take Back the Night um, at NC State. One moment, technical difficulties, the theme of today. Going back to a Take Back the Night event at NC State's Women's Center, there will be a Take Back the Night march and rally um, focusing on um, making campuses safer um, for survivors of sexual assault making campuses safer from sexual assault, um, and that will be from 6.30 to 8.30 on Wednesday, April 4th. Then Rock Roulette, um, the third annual Rock Roulette, which is um, ran by Girls Rock, which pairs together random members who would like to be assigned to bands, and then they make music and perform together, will be on March 31st. That's coming up this Saturday. And Rock Roulette, um, for those interested, will be at Girls Rock and Ski in Durham from 6 to 10 p.m., there's also an event on March 27th, which is tomorrow, called Period at NC State Donation Drive. Um, this is about raising um, food and products for local shelters. Um, a lot of homeless shelters deal with the issue of not having menstrual products donated because it's not something that people think about regularly. Um, and that is a drive happening tomorrow from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Tally Student Union here at NC State. So if any of those things are interesting to you, you can find all of those on Facebook. And that is all for today's show. You've been listening to Oak City Move. Keep it locked. Coming up next are a whole lot of ads and then back to the music.